If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. It's your daily dose of Donna. Welcome to the show. Today is Wednesday, November 22nd. It's officially Thanksgiving Eve. My turkey is being brined. My cranberry sauce is all boiled and ready to go. My house is getting Thanksgiving ready. I'm hosting, like I told you guys, 18 people tomorrow. And I'm tired because I had a crazy night out, late night, not really, but you know, a fun night out at Dancing with the Stars. And so in just a moment, I'm gonna bring up my guest, Zachary Reality, who was also at Dancing with the Stars. I've actually seen him twice this week, so I feel extra special lucky. So we're going to talk about all kinds of things in just a moment. For those of you that are new here, thank you so much for subscribing, for liking, for giving a five-star review and rating over on Apple Podcasts, joining the Facebook group, and the new Patreon episodes release every single Wednesday. I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to do one today or give you a Thanksgiving episode, but you'll get one this week, which always goes a little deeper into the things that I can't really talk about on the public show. If you know what I mean. Um, see all of you guys in the live chat. So I'm going to bring up Zachary Reality. Thank you so much, Zachary, for being here. Welcome. Yeah, you said twice this week, but now I'm seeing you a third time. So I'm really glad that we are doing this because I love your channel. I've recently discovered it the past couple of months, and I think you're doing amazing. So we have a lot to talk about. We have so much to talk about. So for those of you guys that don't know, Zachary and I were at um, Zach Peter's show, No Filter with Zach Peter's Friendsgiving on Sunday night. And I talked all about it on Monday. It was so fun. I was on a panel with the Bravo Bros. And then you came up with, who were the other guys? I know there was Faces by Bravo. What what are their names? Tell me everything. Tell them everything. (laughs) Jeff Epstein, he has a page. Evan Real is from Page Six, and then mm-hmm. Josh from Louisiana, who is close friends with Zach, and he also used to work for Sutton. So I think it was like the gays panel. We played a lot of um, Fuck Mary Kill with some Bravo Lebs. We just got the pictures. I'm I'm sure he sent it to you like yesterday. Yes. I'm like so I can't cute. wait to like go through these more, and mm-hmm. they're all so funny because they got a lot of great shots. So it was really fun. I love like being on stage and like entertaining in any way. So. It was a really good group. Wait, now that I think about it, it was like the straight panel, the gay panel, and then the Bravo Lebs. Yes, exactly. <laughs> That's honestly like it's a meeting of the minds, the the three best groups ever to get together, the straight, the gays, and the Bravo Lebs. Um, yeah. So how long have you known Zach? I've known him for a couple of years. I, I originally invited him on my podcast. I think that's how we connected a couple of years ago. And then we had some mutual friends and just kind of going to some of the similar events in LA. He's invited me to his show. So yeah, just that's a awesome. Years. So tell us a little bit more about kind of what your like gig is in this space, because you guys, I went to Dancing with the Stars yesterday. Now, you know, it was my second time going this season. I went 
opening night, Mm -hmm. which was really cool. And when we went opening night, we were sat right behind the judges. But last night I went with my kids. And I think for that reason, they kind of put us up on top. But it was actually perfect for kids because they could stand the whole time and like dance. And so I'm standing there. Before the show starts, I look down and there's like the little uh, cocktail tables where they put the guests, the talents guests at. (laughs) And that's like where Kyle Richards and her family would sit when Mm -hmm. they would see Mauricio or like Ariana's boyfriend, et cetera. So I look down and I'm like, that is Zachary Reality in a blouse, like a beautiful outfit. Mm. And you were a guest of charities from The Mm -hmm. Bachelorette. So explain. Yeah. Oh my God. Well, for that blouse, everyone loved it. It was very, I wanted to channel the dancing stuff. Also sitting upstage is really fun. Um, my first time when I went last year, I sat upstage as well, but is in regards to charity, like I've been posting bachelor nation content for three or four years. Um, TikTok is kind of like my go-to place where a lot of people have found me talking about the bachelor and I've been able to connect with so many bachelorettes and bachelors um, just by posting online and posting on the show, as I'm sure you have with certain Bravo Lebs. So I met Charity last week at an event for Twin Love that I was working, and she was there to support Artem because Artem's married to Nikki or Brie. Oh, one of the twins. Yes, one of the twins. And me and Charity have been trying to meet for a long time. We've been mutuals. We've been messaging. Like, it's just never happened. But we met for the first time last week and immediately hit it off. And I was like, Charity, like, I need to come to Dancing with the Stars. Like, I want to come back because I missed her because I went a few weeks ago. And she was so upset as well. And we were talking about it. um, And I don't know if we were just, like, drunk. But she messaged me, like, the day before and was like, I have you on the list for tomorrow. Hope you can still make it. And... I was like, I'm on my way. <laughs> Get me into this. So yeah, you sat with Charity's fiance. Dotton, right? her Dotton, and then Dotton's cousin, and then Nehemiah, who is Charity's brother, who also was a big part on her season. If you watched. I didn't watch her season, but the only Nehemiah I remember is from the challenge. From okay. like real world road rules of the challenge. But you know what? I have to be a hundred percent honest. I still I like jumped out of the bachelor nation yeah. a few seasons ago. I really, and once you're out, you feel so out of it. It's like, almost hard to get back in, but the golden bachelor got me back in. And those of you guys that watch my show, you know, my obsession with Gary, the, the AI bachelor. I'm convinced he's AI. He's not real. Well, you know what we need to do? We need what? to make sure that we are at the golden bachelor after the final rose. I mean, that is my dream. I am manifesting that I am not ending this year without going to that. So do you think they're going to also do an after the final rose of the golden bachelor? Cause they did a woman tell all already. <gasps> they have to, how do we get in? I don't know. I'm, you have to know someone. Yeah. Well, I, I'm going to, I have two weeks. So you gotta, you gotta <laughs> move it. You gotta, you gotta figure it out. And yeah. honestly, honestly, for me, I feel like I'm going to work it too, because Lance, mm-hmm. my husband who works mm-hmm. on dancing with the stars has done amazing. He's done golden bachelor. He did a couple days on the show before he went out of town for another mm-hmm. show. So I feel like we've got to get in there. Okay. We can sit together. Let's, honestly, like I'll just call me Donna reality. I'll be your plus one. Done. It'll be like <laughs> Zachary and Donna reality. Perfect. We're a couple. Um, we're already the Uber's called so the black. What's, your, Uber black. what's your last name, Zachary? Not reality. It's, no, it's Weinberg. So it's, um, oh. I'm Jewish. Yeah. My dad's yeah. Jewish. My mom Shut is Catholic. Up. Um, but I, when I moved to LA, everything just switched because I used to go by Zach and now I go by Zachary because I just feel like Zachary is a very strong on camera name. And then I was trying to find like a name for social media, kind of like how you have Daily Dose of Dana, like something that yeah. sticks, something that's easy. And I was like looking at other like inspir- other people's names online, trying to find inspiration. 
I feel like reality is overused, but it sounded so good when you put Zachary reality together. One day, I think I'll rebrand to just Zachary and, yeah. pull a, and pull a Beyonce. But for now, I just feel like I love reality TV so much. And that's what I've chosen to focus on in my career. And it's perfect because I'm such a fan of all the shows. So Zachary reality just kind of fit everything. It works. It totally yeah. works. I love it. I should be Donna. Um, so you're Zachary reality. I'll be Donna Banana. Donna Why Banana. can't I? Yeah, that's a that's a name, banana. Say less. I mean, I love Daily Dose of Dana, like the doser. But it's Donna, oh Daily Dose of Donna. I know it's spelled Dana. This is like the okay, biggest. Sorry. For those of you guys that are new here, every I get this comment every single day, so I should say it once in a while. Donna is is spelled D A N A, but it's pronounced Donna to confuse people like Zachary Reality. Yeah, and it's. It's actually Israeli because I was born in America. I was born at Cedar Sinai here, but my family is. So like that's how they say it in, in Israel in a lot of places out of America. You say Donna. Mm. So when I go, when I travel, everyone gets my name right. But here that's in America, it's always a challenge. But you know, I like to keep people on their toes. And that's honestly what we watched last night. We watched so many people on their toes at Dancing with the Stars. So last mm. night, you guys, Zachary, myself, and I think they said 700 people were in the audience. I don't believe that. I don't know. I, I just heard – I thought 500. Oh, 500 sounds better. 700 yeah. felt insane. Or maybe, maybe there were like 500 people. There was a lot of people that were trying – that applied or were trying to get tickets. So it was a very explosive night. It was well, let me ask you a question. So I got a lot of DMs saying, how can you get tickets? And I've only gone through Lance. So how do people get tickets for Dancing, Dancing with the Stars normally? Do you know? Well, so Harry actually posted on his Instagram story, and I know my friend used this last year when we went. It's on camera audiences. Oh yeah, and you can take like a raffle. It's I don't I I don't know how hard it is. I think that the people who have gone a lot for years almost like are repeats a lot with the upstairs yeah. because they they know the drill. So you either need to kind of find tickets online, or you need to know someone to get in. Or you just, yeah, you need to marry a camera guy or you need to be friends with the bachelorette. Yeah. Like, you guys, it's I'm not that hard. Sure. It's yeah, really right not that hard. Yeah. No, I mean, no big deal. Yeah. yeah. Um. So last night um, was the semi, no, it was the quarterfinals, I guess mm -hmm. is what they call in like sports world. Yeah. But it's the, it was the week before the semifinals. There's two more episodes. It's going to be next Monday. And I'm sorry, Monday Tuesday. After. And then the following Tuesday, Tuesday after. Mm -hmm. And so where, when we came into the show last night, the reason why I was such kind of a hot ticket was because it was Taylor Swift night, which is mm -hmm. a really big deal for Dancing mm -hmm. with the Stars. Now, when I first heard it was Taylor Swift night, I was like, do you think she'll perform? And I found out that actually Taylor Swift has performed on Dancing with the Stars like in really? earlier seasons. Yeah, three times or something. Okay, that's amazing. I love that she was able to send a video in and so she was like, you guys are celebrating me, but it was a celebration of the Eras tour to be specific. We are celebrating Taylor, but it was like all about the Eras tour. And I mean, this was really cool for me because this was my third Eras. This was my third time, third time seeing the tour in different ways. I went oh. to the concert and then I went to the premiere at the Grove where Taylor was there and she came in everyone's theater. And then I, you were like there was, that night. Yes. And I felt like this was like a third version of seeing it. So this is truly like, the year of Taylor. I've had so much fun seeing her. I love her music. I'm a Swifty. I'm a Swifty. Yeah. And I'm like a new Swifty because I was, I like, like Taylor, but going to the Eras tour turned me like onto being a Swifty. I think you have to see her in person or on a show or whatever to realize the power of her. I'm wearing a Dancing with the Stars friendship bracelet, DWTS. They gave it love to me it. last night. Yeah. Um. So, okay. So Taylor Swift 
it was a Taylor Swift night, and here's who we have left. We have Charity, of course, from The Bachelorette, Ariana from Vanderpump Rules, Soshi, who and, and I I can't tell you what she, Spy Kids or something. Like, what is she from? She's an actress. She's, a, she's been in Marvel movies. Marvel movies. Um, then we have Jason Mraz, singer, mm-hmm. and Harry Jowsey. And that's and it. And like so they call him social oh. media star. And real they say social media reality. Yeah, and then Allison. From how I met Allison, your mother. Exactly. That yeah. uh that one time at Bang Camp. Yes. So did yeah, I think we've covered them all, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you got there early and you were kind of like on the floor with everyone seeing everything. I saw it from a bird's eye view. So you tell us like what did you see before the show started? Any fun gossip or anything good? Well, first of all, they make you get there early. They literally say on the invitation, like you have to be there by three o'clock to check in or yeah. we could get rid of your seat. And like me, like I said, I just met Charity like last week for the first time. So it's not like she's bringing me back to her dressing room or to her van where her fiance is and her brother, right? So yeah. like I am, I'm waiting there outside and then they let you in around like, they let us in early today than usual. So I guess 3.45 and I'm just chilling. And I think that there's a lot of people setting up like the stage handlers, the producers, a lot of people are getting their pictures, I mean, there really isn't any like crazy like juice or tea because I feel like this is such a positive show where everyone gets along so much. And I almost feel like we moved on from like the Mauricio and Emma and the Harry and Riley. Like we know that, or maybe we don't, but you know, these couples aren't dating like everyone. There's not as much speculation. So it truly was just like a family friendly, fun night to be there with such positive vibes. I was kind of getting a little impatient and me and Dalton's cousin went backstage to get some snacks around 4.30 because we knew we only had so much time before the, once the show starts, you can't eat and there's no drinks. So we ran backstage and then I saw Lele gave her a big hug. She was with Mauricio. So they were buddies for the night, kind of just hanging around. They're both eliminated contestants. So they just wanted to be there to support. And then we chowed down a turkey sandwich, <laughs> chowed down some water and went to the bathroom. So and, and then that was it. Yeah. So we got there also like 245 Mm -hmm. and get in line. Finally, they, you know, they bring you in the show. The live show starts at five, but from four till five, they're doing a lot of rehearsals and shooting actually that opening number, which is so crazy to see in real life because what happens is they shoot the, well, they rehearse the opening number two times, Mm -hmm. like full, beautiful group dance rehearsal. Then they shoot it. Then they shoot the intros to all the couples. And this is yes. not live because this is all edited together within like probably 10 minutes backstage mm-hmm. before it airs live. It's so incredible how fast they move. And then, of course, they introduced the guest choreographer was Mandy Moore. Now, this is going to age me a little bit, but did you ever used to watch So You Think You Can Dance? No, but I, I've heard of the show. I'm familiar with it. Okay. So So You Think You Can Dance was... I, I want to say it was before Dancing the Stars, but I could be wrong. I don't know the exact years, but it was such an incredible dance show. And they would take, you know, they would go city to city and find these dancers. Mm-hmm. And some of the dancers that were on that show were like Twitch mm-hmm. and um, uh, Lacey Schwimmer, who was one of the dancers on Dancing with the Stars. Um a bunch of different dancers. But Mandy Moore was one of the main choreographers mm-hmm. and she would always be like, she just had the best choreography. So I didn't know that she worked on the Eras tour, but she was one of the guest uh, judges. That makes sense. Yeah. That's why they had her. And I love that they're doing a new guest judge each week because RIP to Len. Yeah, they had Paula. No, they had Billy. 
And they had Billy Porter, who called Harry. Oh, so maybe it was Paula two weeks ago. I can't remember. Paula from two weeks ago. But they've been having really cool guest judges. And there is another actress named Mandy Moore. So a few people I know were confused. They're like, is that Mandy Moore? But it's a different Mandy Moore, just so everyone knows. And it was very on brand for her to be there. Do we know if there's going to be a guest judge next week? I don't know. There's only two weeks left. I don't even know what the theme is next week. Me neither. But it's going to get intense. Every week gets so much more intense. I definitely want to go back for the finale. I can't wait to see how it all unfolds. And I'm really excited to be in finale season of a lot of our favorite shows with these competitions because I'm just ready for some resolution in the holidays. What other shows are you waiting for? Golden Bachelor, Dancing with the Stars. Um, I'm watching House of Villains. Okay. And... I mean, a few other shows. Isn't there a Bachelor in Paradise going on? Oh, Bachelor in Paradise. Yeah. And then yeah, I watched so The Housewives. It, yeah. Housewives is a competition show. Let's yes, be honest. For um, sure. Naimam. Okay. So, <laughs> so I can't stop. I feel like I'm like like a, a, a tick. Like I constantly say Naimam. It's actually a real problem. Do you have any Dancing with the Stars lingo that you were saying? Like what I do with my friends whenever I go, I'll be like, it's a 10. It's an eight. Just like I mean, randomly. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we did see a lot of tens last night. We saw Jason Mraz get a four tens, um, a perfect score. We saw a few different, like, um, really amazing dances. Ariana did incredible. Oh, in the incredible. audience was Kristen Doty again. I don't mm-hmm. know if you saw her. She was there um, with Ariana's, like, best friend, Brad, who's always there. Uh, I'm trying to think. Oh, Mauricio. So if you, uh, I don't know if you watch, um, you probably haven't like seen the shows where I used to talk about this, but there was this one interview of Mauricio doing his exit interview. Um, not an exit interview, but like a TMZ interview outside of his dance rehearsals. Yeah. And this was when like, I don't think it was official that they had separated yet, that they had announced their separation. And so he just was pretending everything was fine. And some TMZ uh, woman is like, so is everything good with you and Kyle? And he's like, absolutely. (laughs) Like with this weird Dracula voice and his white teeth. And so it became kind of an inside joke. So last night I uh, noticed him and I had to say that Mauricio absolutely Umansky has arrived. Now, I will tell you this one thing. He is not, this is not his first time being there since he got eliminated, but it's Mm -hmm. his first time being on camera in the audience. He has been there, but just behind the scenes, Ooh. hanging out with Emma. So I do believe, I believe strongly, and I don't know what you guys think that are watching, but I do believe strongly that Mauricio and Emma are still hanging, hanging out. His eyes were following her around on all of her group dances. Mm. I mean, I, I knew, he, I mean, Lele's married, so they, but they were together as friends, but I could totally see them hanging out. I did hear Kyle say in an interview that they like are allowed to see other people and they've made it clear that they're separated. They've made it clear that they're not fighting. So I'm totally here for them just like hanging out if they want to keep it casual. I think that's the point of being separated is to kind of feel out and date other people and they can come back together after this. And the connection that you build with a partner throughout the weeks of Dancing with the Stars is so intense And I think it is a fun fling. But also remember, Emma is the face of the tour. Once she goes on that tour, she's going to be gone a few months. So I do think that they're hanging out, but I don't think it's going to last too long after Dancing with the Stars wraps in a few weeks. I think absolutely, no pun intended, I think that they are definitely hooking up because why wouldn't they? What? In like the, in the vans they have, what are they called? The trailers? In their, in their trailers. <laughs> I mean, that's I hot. think in their trailers, in their so rooms, hot. in the houses. I mean, listen, Mauricio does a lot of open houses. You never know. You Mauricio never know. They just jump in there. Daddy. 
Marie, do you think Mauricio's hot? Yes. You you've always. Mm-hmm. Do you think he is cuter now or was? Like he gets better with age, like a Ooh. fine wine. Like he so, is so suave and handsome. So he looked good last night. Um, I think that on the first couple episodes of Dancing with the Stars, I was very uh, taken aback by his tongue. A lot of tongue action, a lot mm. of ripping shirts open. Like it, 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 he was a little, he was like playing it up that like, you know, sleazy. He's got to like, get the votes. I think and it didn't really work. Channeling, <laughs> it didn't work. He was really channeling, especially during Latin night. He was really channeling his sex appeal. And I think that's I part know. of the show. I mean, all these dancers are so gorgeous to look Sexy. at. And it's just like, it's how you intrigue people and keep them interested. And like seeing the dances live, like it's so much fun and it's so real. And it's just like so insane to see how they move. I, I don't know if I could do it. Oh, I, I definitely couldn't do it. So like to me, who do you think it's it's down to? If if you had to pick the final two, I think it was Ariana and Sochi potentially. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Jason, I don't know. Mm. It's close. It could be one of the three of them. Sochi's getting a lot of love. I always try and think it look look to look at things like logistically. Like last year, Charlie D'Amelio won. She was a young girl, but the year before, JoJo Siwa got runner up. So I feel like we can put Sochi in that category. Do they want to have like two teenage girls win back to back? I mean, is it about the votes? Like, I always, sometimes I think the producers have a hand in it. Listen, I was just talking to Lance about this, and I was saying that I think the reason why the show has done so good this season, which it really has, there's a few different, like, reasons. Number one, they're airing it on Disney Plus simultaneously to ABC TV. Mm -hmm. So whether you have streaming or not streaming, 100%, you can, um, you know, you can watch this show. Then you have Ariana, which was the smartest casting move this show could ever do because she did like capture so many people last year mm. or dur- that wasn't even last year. That was, was this year. year. Scandal yeah. was this year. We have not even hit a year since Scandal started. Doesn't it feel like a world has happened since Scandal? Um, and then, so she's brought in like a whole group of Bravo fans, which as we saw at BravoCon, like it's a, it's a world. It's a huge audience. It was a yes. really smart move. And then to have a Taylor Swift night. So now you're getting like all these really big things. Cause personally, I don't know if so she is like, or was a household name. She wasn't in my house. Yeah. But she's like worldwide and same with Lele Pons. You know, she's really big in South America. She has 53 million followers. And one of the reasons why people thought she wasn't getting enough votes is because it is a U.S. based show. So it truly is kind of about like, who is actually taking the time to vote, whether you're like well-known or not. But so she is getting so much love. If you noticed last night, like people were screaming for her louder than everyone else and her scores were really top notch. So I think it is going to come down to her and Ariana. I would like to see Ariana win. I root for the reality stars. So Ariana, Charity and Harry have been my top three, but I, I would like to see Ariana win after the, the year she's had. I think she deserves it. And I think she's so good on the dance floor. And I think she has a really good shot and you're going to start, you got to start campaigning for the people you want to win because they said last night it was the highest amount of votes they've ever received. Mm-hmm. And Harry, the fact that Harry got eliminated, Harry Jowsey, even though he's so like such big following online, mm-hmm. he has so many millions of followers and uh, you know, some girls that I follow on social media have been like doing, trying to do some investigative reporting and finding out that, you know, maybe he's like getting all these fake 
votes or whatever. No. But yes, it is getting pretty intense. And when you're there, you're so into it. Like I feel like when you watch on TV, it's cool. But when you're on stage and seeing the way it is, Ariana to me is so stunning. Mm-hmm. Like she just moves so beautifully. I thought it was so fun to watch. And she has such good hair and wardrobe. And I love seeing her on Love Island games as well when she came in because it's just so colorful. It's so vibrant. She's so perfect. Like everything about her. She's such a star. She And she's so sweet and genuine. So I really hope that she takes it home. It's going to be really close. Do you think that she's still dating Daniel, the guy Danny or whatever his name is? Yeah, he posted on his Instagram story last night, like, a way to vote for her, and she reposted. I just think it's not really possible for her to put her all into the relationship while she's in California, and I believe he's in New York, and then she's so busy with this show and her career that it's like she she can't have a full-time boyfriend right now. She's trying to figure out her house situation, moving out. So I think it's one of those relationships where it can develop a little bit. Once she kind of figures her life out and things slow down, then she can put her all into it. So I, that's what I think it is. Do you think that she is going to move? I mean, when does she get out of this house? What are they going to do? I have literally no idea. I, I'm praying she gets out of the house because like, I just can't imagine how that's comfortable. She did say she has been living in the Dancing with the Stars apartments that they give them the last few months. Oh. Yes. So they, because a lot of people come from out of town, like Riley lives in Utah, like Charity yeah. didn't have a place here. So they give everyone a place. Um in the same apartment building nearby. So she has been living there separately. She probably goes back and forth when she needs it. I don't know how she can still communicate with Tom. I guess they have in-betweens, which they've said in interviews. I don't know what it's like to sell a house. I never bought one. I feel like it's been a long time. Her career has been busy. You think she would have enough money. I don't know how it all works, but I hope she gets out of that house soon for her sanity. I I can't imagine like her star power is just rising and she's like vibing so high right now on that stage. You can just tell she's happy. She's surrounded by all these loving people. And then imagine to come back home and like if even if Tom isn't saying anything to her, just knowing that he's in the same house and you're with this like ex, you know, the energy of being under the the energy. But I I also think I also think and, you know, don't at me. Zachary reality, but, or maybe at me if you guys want, but (laughs) I, I, I'm like over being mad at Tom. Like I've moved on from it. Are you still like very angry? I just, as a fan, I mean, I'm not a fan of his, I'm a fan of of the show. (laughs) Yeah. But you're not like, um, did you think it was cool that he was like being booed and stuff at BravoCon? I wouldn't boo him. I wouldn't like talk negatively about him in like a recap or online. Like, that's not my style. I don't believe in, like, putting out negative energy. But, like, I still think it was really messed up what he did. And, I mean, it's not my place to forgive him or care. He's not my friend, you know? Like, I'm still mad at Tristan Thompson, too, from being a fan of Chloe. So, as, like, as someone who's... Well, they're not. They've moved on. Yeah, I don't... I haven't, but... Um... I, I mean, like, the we don't... I don't talk about Kardashians too often because I haven't been up to date on watching their show. But, like, just from what I'm seeing online, like, this season of Kardashians is supposedly all about, like, getting him watching. to look good. I've been watching it. And I think it's because all the sisters are getting along because whenever Courtney and Kim have a fight, Courtney doesn't film for like three episodes. She's like, I'm done. I'm leaving. And then none of the other sisters fight. So I think that they're just trying to find the drama that they can, because otherwise it's like more about their businesses and like whoever's sick this week. So there he's doing an apology tour. He went to Courtney's house and he went to Kylie's house. And they're the two sisters that have had the hardest time, like accepting him where Kim like kind of became buddy, buddy with him for whatever reason. 
Um, but Courtney's Kim just has like, a very forgiving spirit. Yeah. Courtney was like trying to understand like if he felt remorseful, like why is he still doing the things that he's doing? And she just wanted to understand if he had empathy. And then with Kylie, she was wondering like, you're, you're an, you're a good friend, but then you do these bad things. So I'm just confused who you are as a person. So that was her take. And Chloe was like, it's up to you to make things right with my sisters. I'm going to be fine with you. Interesting. Yeah, it's so funny. I mean, the Kardashians, this move to Hulu, the show, first season, I was all in. Second season, I was so not all in. Like, I was so bored by it. Third season, I'm also clearly not, like, prioritizing. And I'll watch it, but it's definitely one of those things that, like, oh, I have nothing else to do. Let me binge it. That's never a good sign. I wonder if the numbers are are doing still phenomenal. I wonder if people are starting to really kind of trail off on the Kardashians. Like, how much more? I think people are trailing off like in America, but I think they're so worldwide and there's so many Mm. people who watch no matter what. And even if there's not as much conversation to have online, I think the people are still watching. I'll watch the Kardashians each week. It's not something that I'm like watching right away. I'll watch it by the weekend. And then I also keep up with like Jersey Shore. Like maybe I'll miss an episode. You're still watching Jersey Shore. Sammy just came back. It's Oh my God, Ronnie. Ron, stop. And Ron and Sam are filming together now for the new season that will come out next year. So Do I is, need to watch? It's worth getting back into. This has been the best season in four or five years. Are we like very deep into How do you even watch it? Where do you find it? I watch it on MTV.com and I just use my mom's optimum password. <laughs> <laughs> What's your mom's optimum password? Just share it. Oh my God. Name them. Um, <laughs> I, will say, I will say, you know, I'm sure it's on like Paramount or like Hulu, yeah. one of those that covers yeah. MTV. Um, Okay, you guys, I will definitely try to watch Kardashians. I'll watch Jersey Shore. I mean, I found myself like falling into an episode of Teen Mom the other day. And I was like, now this is out of control. I haven't watched that since I was a kid, but I like loved watching that. Since you were a kid, I'm scared to ask Zachary. Can I ask how old you are? You don't have to tell me. Oh, I'm so, I don't care. You can guess. Okay, wait, wait. Do you want to guess? It's more fun to guess. I can give you a hint. 27. So close. 28. 26. 26. Mother of goddamn God. 26. Guys. Good age. I literally could be your mother. (laughs) I could have been your team mom. Well, maybe next in a next lifetime. Let's pretend we're team moms and I'll be Janelle and you'll be the effed up one, Jace, who keeps running away from home. (laughs) I have run away from home before. (laughs) But I hit in the back. Well, every kid does, but I hit in the backyard. <laughs> but my mom. Oh my god! Literally, that is my biggest fear. My son has like threatened to run away from home. It's my biggest fear because I feel like that it's actually normal. happens. It's, it's normal. normal? I, I promise. Me, me and my brother would fight all the time as kids. We would cause so much chaos. But now it's just like we're adults and we don't do that anymore. I can't run. Why would you want to run away from like the one place that has Wi-Fi? <laughs> Where are you going? Because you're a you're a young boy and you just. Need to see the world. You just got to see everything. Did you take a knapsack or like whatever? Like I always think of like a stick with a bag. No, no, no. It wasn't like, it wasn't that deep. But this poor Chase on Team Mom, I feel bad for him. He kept running away. And then. You know, it makes you really wonder. I wonder if it's good for kids to be on TV, especially by Teen Moms. Like the amount Uh of probably damage that happens with some of these people. But that's just, you know, that's the business of reality Uh TV for kids. Wait. The biggest question I've always had about Team Mom is, are they getting paid? Because they still present like this 
lifestyle where they're really trying to make money and figure out this with their kids. And it's just like, they're documenting their life. And it's just like, they should be getting a lot of money for being on TV and getting these viewers, but then they don't want to give them the money because then it takes away from the authenticity of the show. So it, it was such, I'm so fascinated about how that kind of came to be and what the so benefit was to sharing your life online. Okay. So this is, so definitely they've paid, they're paying for team mom. But my guess is that these kids got sucked into like what was possibly the worst possible contract? Like, where's Bethany in the reality reckoning for Teen Mom? Like, why isn't she standing up for for Janelle? Why is she only going after Andy and not after Teen Mom? So, Teen Mom, my guess is like when they were 16 years old and they got presented with this opportunity to be on a reality show, maybe they were offered like $500 in a box of diapers, you yeah. know? And then they got like kind of suckered into a contract that they they're almost like you know, maybe they're given a position where they're getting just like a very small raise every year. Mm -hmm. If they were smart, they would say, hey, you need me more, way more than I need you. But this is and back in the OG days when reality TV like was so different. It was so documentary style. Yes, it was totally a documentary style. And now it's like, they're definitely, it's still kind of documentary style the way they do it, but it's definitely a reality show. And you're right. This, I think the same thing about Sister Wives. Now I'm a Sister Wives watcher. I don't believe you talk, you talk about Sister Wives, but I love Sister Wives because it's so insanely like, it's out of this world who these people are. Like you can't even imagine we could watch a show like this, but 18 seasons, these people have been on the, on the show and they still don't have money. No one has money. That makes no sense. Do you like 90 day fiance too? Are you a TLC girl? Sometimes I feel like I should because my, you, you know, my bar is so low, but that feels dirty. Yeah. I should, I watch of, it. I don't really watch it, but I like keep up with some, sometimes with what's going on. I know Anthisa. <laughs> like you know who that is she's the most iconic I heard one. The name she's on house of villains so that's like a big deal oh. if she was chosen so for house of villains like everyone was it's like one person to represent each franchise so it's like trying to find the most villain and iconic person when we were at um zach's show on sunday reza and Gigi and Kristen doty were on a panel together what were your thoughts about like some of the things they said i remember um obviously Gigi has drama with a lot of people mm -hmm. lala LVP. Yeah, Gigi just says exactly how she feels. And so does Reza. They just like, they don't care if they're offending anyone. Um, it was interesting to hear a little bit about the GOAT that Kristen and Reza are going to be on because I am interested in that show. I love a good oh, yeah. crossover. That. What was show. it about? We don't know too much because they filmed it so long ago when they released it and it won't come out till next year. But it's supposed to be like the greatest reality star of all time. And they're going to be in a house competing, voting each other off. Wasn't Jill Zarin on it? Yes. And Taisha from The Bachelorette. We don't know the premise yet. But like, they filmed much. it so long ago. What are they holding on to? I don't know. Who was it? Uh, when, what network? Like, do you know? It's like, it's Amazon Prime. It's Amazon. Mm -hmm. Maybe they just need to find like a slot that, you know, they have nothing else going on. And they were talking about the traders. Which and I they love. were talking about, um, yeah, we watched it as a family. We all got really oh, into cool. it. So we're going to watch season two for sure. And he was saying that he was shocked. Who did he say that he was shocked Larsa. that did it? Larsa. Because he and said how much he got, got paid. paid. How much did she get paid? Did he say? I think he said like over, I don't think he said, but probably over 200K, I think he was saying. But also I think that like, you got to play hardball sometimes. Like because Reza wants to be on reality TV and is openly available, it's almost like, they would pay him less than someone like Larsa, who's more hard to get. It's going to be interesting to see her and a few other people on this show. I'm excited for Trader season two. It's going Camera. to be good. So they were Camera. talking a lot about that. And then Reza and um, Gigi were talking about 
Shaws of Sunset, how they like filmed a pilot, but it just kind of didn't end up working out, but that it's going to be on Netflix, like the OG Shaws of Sunset. Oh my gosh. Yeah, like I missed old, that. That's what they said. And then they tried to do a spinoff, but I guess Bravo didn't pick it up. Shaws of Sunset was a great show. I grew up here in Los Angeles. I went to Beverly Hills High School and Beverly mm. Hills High School is like 60% Persian. Wow. So watching Shaws of Sunset and actually Mike Shuhead, who was on the show, his cousin, Danny, and I went to elementary school and high school together. So like, I felt like I was watching my friends and family and I'm sure a lot of them, I knew their cousins. They have, mm -hmm. have so many cousins. So it was, it was a good show though. Shaz. I mean, that was a show. These people really gave no fucks like MJ, Gigi, Reza, Mike, they said, whatever. I love MJ and she's going to be on traders and she's my winner pick. I think she's so smart and good with people that I think she could do it. I will say I, don't like how they're doing 20 reality stars. I really liked 10 fans and 10 reality oh, stars. Oh, they're not bringing year. on fans this year? It's no, just reality? It's 20 reality stars. I think even a few random celebrities. I like to see the fresh people to mix with them. I think it it adds something different. What um, Do you listen to MJ on Jeff Lewis? Do you ever listen to Jeff Lewis? I listen to like YouTube clips here and there. Yeah. Yeah. MJ, what I do know about it, and I'm sure this is indicative, is that Tamara came home a lot earlier than MJ because she was like oh, posting that she was back in season. LA and MJ was still out of town. And didn't she also post when she got back like she broke her nose or something? She got like sick. Something happened. Yeah, she had. No, I think it was like a stomach. <laughs> well, Tamara will probably be like Brandy, how she was so loud and obnoxious and just called people out. I feel like Tamara will be the same type in Traders. She just wants to make her mark. To be good at traders, you have to be really kind of under the radar. Like that's all those shows, like Big Brother, um, the last, the last final three on this last season. Like one of them was so under the radar the whole season. Winners of shows are always under the radar, and they will edit them to have a presence. But it's just like the people who want to be on camera and want to make a mess in the beginning and aren't thinking about the long game. And are, those are the people that get eliminated first. You got to play the low, slow and steady game to win the race, which is why Sari did it so flawlessly. But I do think this year will be different. I don't think there'll be one winner. I think it'll be split somehow. Interesting. Now let's, um, you know, speaking of reality, obviously that's what we talk about here and being kind of like cast or leaving the show or whatever. What are your thoughts on Jenna Lyons? So Jenna Lyons was on Jim, Jimmy Fallon last night. And Jimmy asked her, so, you know, you're going back to Real Housewives in New York. And she basically dodged the question any possible way, not the first time that she's kind of dodged and said, no, um, I'm going to be hosting Jimmy Fallon. And he was like, uh, what? So this is coming off of her first season on Roni. Obviously, mm -hmm. she really was not like invested into the drama. She kind of stayed out of the drama. She was the most grounded housewife, housewife we've ever seen. She did not go to BravoCon from my sources from months and months ago. It was because of money. Um, they pay all the Bravo lebs a flat rate. Yeah. And then, and then they pay for their travel and their, and their um, hotel, but they do not pay, you know, for their glam and everything that like that is on you. If you want to do that. But every single Bravo love that showed up from Lisa Vanderpump to all of them, like they all made the same amount. But I heard from a very, very solid source that Jenna would not do it for the money. I don't think Jenna's super into Bravo. I think I... that she was almost used as a marketing tool to get this new season on the map. I think they could continue without her. 
she does seem a little disinterested in like being really close friends with the group. I think we've seen them all hang out on Instagram. I think that the the panel was amazing. I went to the Rahoni panel. I say Rahoni, not Roni. And oh my God, why? I love it. Rahoni. The H, Rahoni. Silent H. No, silent H. Do you say Rahosils? Like No, I say R-H-O-S-L-C. You can't say, yeah, I wouldn't say Rose. No. Roni is the only one that we say as a word. Yeah, R H O B H. Yeah, we don't say Roa or Rock. R H O A, R H O P. Um, what was I saying? No, you were talking about the the yeah. panel of Rahoni. Yeah, Bryn Jessel, who came late, but she still made it. I think people do it for the fans. It's not about the money. It's just about like really giving back and being a part of the community. It's not always about money. Like it shouldn't. No, be this about one money. was not about money. But I think she maybe had a couple of events and I think she is just maybe she's trying to process if she even wants to come back. I don't think she needs to come back for the show to go on. I think they have a really solid cast. We definitely need a couple people introduced next year, a new housewife and maybe a new friend of because we didn't have any friends of this past season. But they probably won't start filming until after the holidays. So I think there's time to for some time to process and things to change. And I don't believe half of these rumors, like even with Drew and Sonya might be leaving RHOA. Like, I think there's so many things that people give out to just keep the, keep conversation. And it's just so much BS. And I just, I never really care to feed into it on my pages, on my channels, because it's just, it's so, until you know, yeah, Yeah, until you have, there is a blind item that's kind of going around right now about Beverly Hills also saying that like casting is hanging out and spending some time at like other homes trying to get, you know, new cast, which I wouldn't be surprised, but I still don't believe it's going to be a full reboot. Although, no. you know, we'll have to see how it all plays out this season watching Beverly Hills. You know, speaking of a kind of interesting um, interview came out yesterday with Aaron Leachy from Rahoni. And she um, and Abe, her husband, were being interviewed about BravoCon and like, you know, any things you've seen. Did you see this yesterday? And she said that Kyle and Dorit were definitely more standoffish, could have been nicer. They were not very kind. It's not the first time we heard that because Alexia also said that from uh, Miami. Mm. What are your thoughts? I'm not surprised. Oh, my God. I've met both of them multiple times. Tell us. They've always been really nice. But they also know that you write and talk about them for a living. Maybe. I mean, the first time I met Kyle, I was working on like um, a Jack in the Box campaign that she was working on at like the Hollywood Cemetery like two years ago. Oh. So I was like there to like get content of like her. Like that was literally my job. And then she was like representing. So like she's always been really nice. So I'm me and my friend Jack actually went to an event at Sutton's store that was filmed. So you'll see us in the background on the new season. Um so she's always been really nice. But I think she's just really busy. I, I have grace for these people sometimes because they do have 600 people in their face screaming and like it's exhausting. And Kyle was exhausted. Like I, I want to give her grace. Like people are speculating out of her marriage. I know she signed up for this, but it's just like exhausting that she has to keep explaining her situation. Of course, she should be nicer. Like Teresa is always super sweet. She's an OG. So there is no excuses. But I do think sometimes people might come off standoffish. But in reality, they just don't have the energy. But then there's no excuse at BravoCon. 
Well, I also think like it's different if you're, you know, at the end of a long day, like, okay, here's an example, right? You're at BravoCon from nine, just say till 5 p.m. And then you come back to your hotel, the Four Seasons, and then if you get accosted by fans in your lobby, that that I can understand. But this is behind the scenes, hanging out with a fellow housewife. This is not like some random fangirl, right? It just feels a little bit strange that they would be a little... Um, colder, but I did hear that from a few different people that there was that Beverly Hills almost has a little bit more of like elitism because they mm-hmm. are technically the most, even though OC is really the the okay. has been around for the longest, but Beverly Hills does have a little bit more of a, a I mean, money. elitism. Yeah, money. that's fair. <laughs> you know, honestly, like whenever I hear people say like this person was rude, this person, I I do never care. I will only judge people based on my experiences with them. And my interactions after, I mean, obviously if you hear so much crap about someone, then then when there's smoke, there's fire, but it's not like we're hearing that about Kyle and Dorit constantly. So I'm going to let it slide. Yeah. Um, It's just interesting always to hear those kind of like housewives, you know, we had it with Crystal Minkoff said it about a couple of the New York girls. Don't say New York, like either give us names or don't say a franchise. I know because now I'm like, is it, is it, is it Luann or is it Sonia or is it, you know, like we don't know who we're talking about or is it Aaron? Um, Of course, there's always going to be like little rumors. There's rumors about Jessel. There were rumors about Sheena. There were rumors about a bunch of them not being the nicest at at BravoCon. But I guess that's just normal. Like you're not going to be perfect at all times. But when you're at BravoCon as a Bravo Leb, or I should say the whole weekend in Vegas, people are watching you. Mm -hmm. Like you got to know that. Yeah. BravoCon was so much fun. I had a great time. I, every, no one was rude to me. So sorry. Sorry. (laughs) That's all that matters. That's all that matters. Um, But it was. Did you hear how Shep was. It was a good time. Did you hear how Shep was like a hot mess express? I covered this yesterday. I like did. a bunch of people had said that, but then um, someone on Jeff Lewis live after show, she Paige said that he was like really a hot mess. Yeah, you gotta. That is like, I mean, it's Vegas, but it's like this is BravoCon, so maybe he needs to. It's get it work together. at the end of the day. Though. Yeah, at the it's literally work, and I yeah. feel like that's just not the time and place to get fucked up. Totally. Totally. Um, okay. So we'll have to see if Jenna Lyons comes back and my gut feeling is saying no. My gut feeling is she came on to promote her lash line and then she was like, eh, this isn't worth it. This isn't the vibe I want. I don't want to be in the drama. She's also newly engaged. Could like, she be a friend of? Maybe of Aaron's. She could come in like a couple times and be a friend of, I think she might do one more. How do you we'll only, gonna, how are you going to give it one season? You got to give it two. I don't know. Or would they all try? And she come also for her? has a very like nice like people don't hate her right now, and we all know that if you come back for a second season and you were liked, you have a very strong potential to be hated. Like mm. that's how these things work. You never know. Sai may be the most liked housewife on New York next season. My favorite's Bryn, and the most iconic moment of BravoCon was the, the shoes. The shoes in the elevator. You cannot write that. That is just so beyond iconic. It was Bethany. That was the best. It was Bethany who was getting slammed by the, the Wicked Witch of the West shoes oh. under the elevator. I think Watch What Crappens posted about that. Oh, oh my, my gosh, God. I laughed. A new I, era of Rahoni is here. A new era of Rahoni is here. The house has fallen. Um, okay, so we've got to talk about Salt Lake City. Did you watch it? I, mm-hmm. I caught up on it this morning because I tried last night and I was so tired. But I just need you to know before we get into it, that my my feelings are very, very strong on Monica and it's not positive. Oh, that's fine. Okay. You tell I don't me. Like, are you team Monica? I think she was born to be on reality TV. 
I think she has a horrible temper. I think she's fascinating. I think she's, she's, there's something you just can't get enough of her, like with the camera, like you just can't get enough Monica, but she is making issues with everyone. She's isolating herself from the group. She's poking fight. She doesn't know when to stop. I think she has a lot of shit that she needs to figure out in her home life and with her mom and with her situation. And I think she is just, I think she knew what she was doing when she, signed up for the show she wanted to make her mark and, and she just seems a little immature but I can't get enough of her I like watching her I think that that is totally true like she plays a great villain mm. but this woman like when I you know how she always mm. says that Lisa Barlow triggers her because it reminds her of her mom mm. Monica triggers me because she reminds me of like I don't even know maybe who I was when I was like 14 just like a really girl. spoiled, mean victim. You know what I mean? Like, mm. I feel like she can throw stones and like bombs and digs and say anything and then just totally feel like everyone's screwing her over. She is a bitch to her mom as she is a bitch to Lisa Barlow, mm -hmm. as she is a bitch to basically everyone, Angie. I mean, we've seen it now with 46 people. And expects for everyone to just be kind to her. Like she can't handle that because God forbid someone like comes back to her and she then plays immediately that they're all against her and she's the one that's, you know, struggling only. I don't like mm -hmm. it at all. I like watching her on TV, but I do agree with what you're saying. And I think it's crazy that even after watching the season back, she's still kind of holding her own on social media. She's teased the reunion that was filmed a couple days ago, a few times. Where she was next to Andy. Yes, she was. And that's what she wanted her. to be. Um, so I, and do we think she doesn't go to Bermuda because we know from the blogs and stuff that the big thing that Heather finds out is that Monica might be suing her business. So it's like, maybe she's not in Bermuda and that's the real reason why she didn't go because she might've gotten an inkling that it was going to come out soon. We haven't seen a lot of clips from Bermuda, have we? Like to know. We know that Lisa's there and we know that Heather's there. I don't think Monica went to Bermuda. You know what, Monica hopefully got lost in the Bermuda Triangle. <laughs> hopefully she's still hiding somewhere in there. You know, okay. honestly, she really, she's triggering to me. She bothers okay. me so much. Well, I think- Someone says she does go. Okay, oh, she does go, Storm says. So So I will say this, when I was watching yesterday, number one, in two scenes, we saw an example of an incredible mother, Heather Gay, I think she seems like a really good mom. Yeah. She has a really healthy relationship with her daughters from what I've seen. She expects them to be, you know, who they are. She wants them to be who they are. She wants them to like live their lives mm -hmm. free and unlike her. Obviously, they're very kind with her. They're very respectful. Like she has a really great relationship. So we have this like really kind of fake set up conversation, but between her and her daughter who is at UCSB where mm -hmm. I went to college. Oh, so fine. I can guarantee you right now her daughter is hammered because <laughs> I spent four years literally doing beer pongs and, you know, keg stands and God knows what. Love it. But, but she has this great conversation with her about, you know, the book launch. Then we cut over to Angie and Angie's daughter. And I'm sorry, Monica, Monica and Monica's daughter. And Monica is showing her daughter these, these photo albums of Vovo, which is grandma mm -hmm. and when she was born and whatever. This pisses me off. Look, I'm a mom mm -hmm. and I also have a mom. So I get like a little bit of this, but I had a really toxic dad. So I feel like when you're, I don't know what your relation, you use your mom's optimum password. So I assume you're in a good relationship with her, but the, what Monica is doing to her daughter is literally thinking, she thinks she's doing the right thing 
by like breaking the cycle. I will not ruin the photo album that, you know, I got ruined when I was a kid. I won't do that to you. But she is throwing all of her trauma and all of her feelings about her grandma, her kid's grandma on her kid. And it's like not fair if she's like using her kids as like a weapon to make her her mom hurt because like then it's like they're not going to want to be close with her grandma. And I was like, I wanted to like stick up for Monica's mom because I thought that she did try and support her during the Greek Easter. Like, did she not sit with her and said, I'm here for you. I want to dance and have fun, but you're the one making me not have fun because you're throwing it. Like she tried to be there for her. She was like, let's go to the bathroom. Let me try and calm you down. I thought in that episode, I was also team mom. I was team mom. Me too. Not teen mom. We were not teen moms. We were team LD millionaire mom, which she, she, she lost us after that episode. But in that episode, I do agree. I felt like she was, she was uncomfortable. She was like, what am I going to do? My daughter is making a crazy scene. Do you think Monica's mom goes to the reunion? I think Monica's mom is in Bermuda too. <laughs> I'm dead. They should bring her on. It's just really, Monica's exhausting. I like watching her on TV, exhausting. but I do not want to be her friend. I didn't see her at BravoCon, um, but I, w- I probably would have asked for a selfie. <laughs> okay. You want to hear something cr- kind of, this could be really out of left field, but I'm going to bring you guys what I, what I read and someone tagged me in this. So on Monica's Instagram, mm-hmm. and I'm going to find out exactly what was said because I don't want to get this wrong. So on Monica's Instagram, I don't follow her. Should I? I don't think I, I can bring I that I follow her. Me. She follows me. Oh, you. Oh, she follows oh, everyone. You. We followed ev- Look her. She follows 5,000 people. Let's see. I'm going to follow her. Let's see if she follows me back. She will. I feel um, like she wants to follow every. Anything with a blue check mark or anyone or- that covers Bravo. Yeah. Okay. We're going to see if she follows me back. So on her picture, she has the reunion seating chart. Okay. A comment says, um, I did a Google meet on the email that sent the blind item saying Monica Nikki Garcia stole the ring from Lisa. Okay. Do you remember there was a blind item that Monica stole the ring? Right. She did. Yes. And okay. And I don't know if she did or not, but she, this woman says, I did a Google meet on the email, like on the actual email address that sent in the blind item, which I thought all those email addresses are always fake. I have no idea. And it was Monica's mom on the other end. This girl says she answered and hung up quickly. And now shocker, the email is no longer reachable. So this random woman is saying that she went to that blind item and emailed or reached out to whoever sent the email saying Monica stole the ring and it was Monica's mom. So Monica's mom is sending in blind items that Monica is a thief. This family man that is insane. It's actually insane if that's true. Like, I don't know. I thought how... the rain got flushed down the toilet. That was my theory. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Like, I mean, it could, I guess. That She was struggling in the bathroom. She was getting her pants down. She was flustered. Like, she lost it in the bathroom. I, I, My theory was that it got flushed down the toilet. I meant to tell her, Lisa Barlow that because I saw her at BravoCon a couple times, but I forgot. And I was like, why do you not think this? But it is possible that. Monica stole it. I mean, then she'll end up in jail, just like Jen Shaw. Well, according to the Bravo Docket, which is a podcast that um, Ceci and I, I can't remember the other girl's name, but I've met her and they're so cute. They are lawyers that cover Bravo. And so they always kind of focus a lot on like the Jen Shaw case and stuff Mm -hmm. like this. So they did an episode on Monica and I haven't listened to it yet, but I found out that they said that Monica has 26 lawsuits right now. 26 against her. 
Damn. And she's not paying her car. No wonder her mom took it because she didn't pay the payments. There's something just off, you guys. It's so clear. It's like, you know how we just said when there's smoke, there's fire? When there's so many things that kind of start to pile up against someone and, and her reaction to everything is never like, vulnerable. There's not really a vulnerability. That's why during the episode yesterday, when they go to the, um, you know, when they have this big fight and, and this is when they are doing, um, the, the bonnet scene. Mm-hmm. So essentially there's like a few, well, let's cover a couple other things that went on in the episode, which I thought were quite funny. Um, Whitney and Angie, okay. Angie, Angie and her husband. Let's talk about Angie and Sean, the husband. Let's talk about yeah. that. Yeah. Let's talk about the husband. Let's always talk about the husband when we can. What are your thoughts on Angie and Sean? And not about the gay rumors necessarily, but like if you just see them as a couple, are we feeling the love? I thought we were for the first half of the season when she was so protective over the rumors and she was heartbroken and she was like, this is my family unit. This is my everything. So I was very shocked watching last night's episode to see that they were actually struggling in their marriage and that they didn't hang out outside of Electra because we weren't getting that the first half of the season. So I'm a little taken aback. I'm I'm taken aback by the the fact that they named their daughter Electra. But it's okay. Electra. I mean <laughs> I mean I it's like Carmel Carmen Electra. Like what do we Electra? But um Electra which is short for electricity, which is what they need to keep the lights on in that white ass house. Like that oh big bright white house. We need to um, go to Utah. We need to go to Salt Lake City. Please like we need to take a tour of all the places I want to be at the restaurant they were at last night that they said, mm-hmm. you know, we have a table for Sean and Angie. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to be at Whitney's. I need to go and see Whitney's like cul-de-sac community. Yes. I want to get my eyes, my eyebrows done by the woman that Whitney went to last night in last night's episode. I don't know if you saw uh-huh. and go to the eyebrows. Bath. I want to go to the bath, the bath spa where Jen and Whitney and Heather were and a hundred percent where they got their big fight. Yeah. There's so many, I mean, it's landmarks. Like I want to go to the Wendy's where Heather picked up the buffet for Lisa last night. So anyway, I mean, literally we could do like a bunch of Bravo creators just going and going through the cities. It would be so fun. Actually, that would be a great reality show. Take all the Bravo podcasters and have them like tour through the housewives homes. Oh my God. That'd be sick. Bunny, who's watching, says, come to Salt Lake City. I'll give you a tour. That's amazing. So so they, um, so they, Angie and Sean have no chemistry at this point because they've not paid attention to each other, which I'm sorry. They're clearly, I don't, are they having sex? Didn't we talk about this? Are they having sex? No. How do you have well, sex when you sleep with your daughter every night? Why? They're babying their daughter. Electra needs to, you know, she needs to, she, Electra and Monica need to like run the roost and just, you know, oh peace out. Monica is a is a Jen Shaw 2.0. Birds of the same feather flock together. You can't work for Jen Shaw for that many years and not have her energy. 26 lawsuits. It is there's some there's some stuff. There's something going on. So anyway, Angie this in her spacesuit and Sean have this conversation where they finally decide, well actually, they have a big fight over country music and the Humpty dance, which mm-hmm. made me laugh out loud that this was actually a conversation. She's like why don't you, why do you listen to country music? And he's like, why do you listen to the Humpty dance? What the hell is this conversation? It was by like, it was beyond. Wasn't it shocking to see? Yeah. This is what you're fighting about? Well, this is just the beginning of their storyline for the second half of the season. Because the first half was about the gay rumors. So now we're going to explore the marriage more. We don't really know exactly what's going on, but 
we're going to get some resolution. Now, I know you can't speak for all gay men because, you know, that's not a possibility. But is country music a thing? Yeah, gay music like country. I like country sometimes. Okay. I don't think he's gay. I don't think he is either. I'm just curious if it is a thing in the gay community. Or maybe it's like. It's not a big thing. It's not a big thing. Because maybe he's like, I'm I'm not gay. I listen to country. Um, I listen to America. America. Okay, so so then. So then let me think if there was any, some other fun, fun scenes. Well, Meredith and her husband's podcast, which mm-hmm. you couldn't pay me a hundred dollars to listen to. Yeah. I have not listened to that, but I'm Is that I mean, even a thing. Is it out? Oh my, it's definitely, they definitely have a few episodes. I think it'd be interesting to hear the episode with Whitney and Justin, just to kind of see how they, how it like aired on the show versus the full episode. I think Whitney and her husband. I mean, look, I'm sure that they are in love and love each other. And I, I saw him at BravoCon. He was really nice and supportive of her and whatever. But I just, Whitney, I struggle. I, I think she's she seems really nice, but it's like the depth or something. There's just like, oh, I want to go deep and there's nothing. It's just like, mm. I love Whitney. But okay. she, this is not her deep season. Last season, she went really deep when she talked about her childhood drama. Her Helen. Um, yeah, this week, this season, she's more of like the friend of, like she's just the person to bounce messenger and struggling a little bit to find her own storyline because it keeps going back to her marriage, which seems fine. Yeah, and then it was funny to see the scene. I don't talk like that with my daughter in the house. I know. <laughs> so oh my god! Right? She doesn't talk about it, but she just you know has wild sex and and uh, pole dances. But mm-hmm. um, she uh, listen. I don't have an issue with Whitney. I just think that. I find her an interesting kind of character because she's always just trying to be into, like she's trying so hard to relate to a struggling marriage. And Justin's like, I love you. I'll yeah. do anything for you. And she's like, but you won't be there to pick up the kids <laughs> at three. I'm like, what husband that works is. Um, it's very interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. So let's go straight to um, the, you know, Monica and Heather basically are planning this trip to Bermuda randomly. Mm. And they decide that they're going to announce it at Heather's bonnet, like Mormon butter churning. What the hell was that? Event? day event activity. So she makes all the girls come, all the women get in their bonnets and their apes or whatever the hell they're wearing. And they start churning butter, which turns into the most sexual scene we've seen on Real Housewives of Salt Lake City in a very long time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That looks like a fun event. It was fun. I like activities, group Would activities. You, should we churn butter for fun one day, maybe? just. I'm down. I mean, I mean it, it, was, it was going well. She was teaching them. She was educating them based on what she knew about the Mormon culture. But then when they sat down for the dinner, it was such a producer-planted question when Heather was like, who do you want off of the wagon? And, and then, oh my gosh. These are the things that kill me about this show. Heather wants, Heather brings these people together so that Lisa and Monica can get along. And, and this is the question she's asking. I'm like, this is so obviously not what you want the to right say. thing to do. If you want people to get along. It was a producer question. They Who like would you, you get off the Island? If you were, if you, I would do Monica too. If I were sure. Lisa. It's not the, the Island. It's the, um, the wagon. It's the wagon. <laughs> Monica's just too hard to get along with. So I would take her off. A hundred percent. 
or Mary. hundred percent. I mean, I, I, I like Lisa Barlow. I've always yeah. liked Lisa Barlow. I find her interesting and good to watch t on TV. And I actually but do not. She is very high maintenance sometimes, which is frustrating. And it would be like, very, it would be very hard on a wagon. It'd be frustrating to be her friend because she just has so many demands and like, she's just high maintenance sometimes. Totally. And don't you think what I thought was the most interesting thing about the, the season so far is like Meredith, other than you can leave, has really been like out of the drama. She's kind of like pulling herself out and just the whole episode sh sh shaking that cup. She's like, I don't really want to get involved this season. Because I think after a while, it's just like, you're, you, it's just the maturity levels aren't matching up. Meredith can't try and have conversations with Monica and Angie Kay. Like it, they're just trying to scream at her and do things for moments. And it's just like, Meredith doesn't have the patience for it. I feel yeah, like, like I, almost like Meredith is on like a Valium. She's like, mm, no, I, not I interested. Think, like I, after a while, like I would never do one of these shows because it's just fighting constantly and it's so toxic. And it's just like, it does it. It's probably only fun sometimes. So it's like, you can't have all your energy every episode. I could not believe, I could not imagine what that could do for your psyche to like go through a life where your job is to mm -hmm. yell and get yelled at yeah. and get rumors take, like made of you and make up rumors and talk shit about your friends and then get caught. Like mm -hmm. it just seems so intense. The paycheck has got to be so big, which is again, why it's so confusing about teen mom. Exactly. <laughs> As a nice little circle back. So anyway, the ep episode kind of wraps with Lisa and Monica going head to head. Now in that fight, Obviously, Lisa was asked the question first. She was honest. She said, Favorite, yeah. she, I, I would pick Monica. She had to pick someone. Monica cannot argue with anyone in a, in a decent manner. She is mm -hmm. like literally a nonstop. She did this at the sound bath, whatever, mm -hmm. Whitney's prism event. She cannot stop. She's and vicious. She goes, what? She's vicious. And vicious. she just goes so low and she won't stop talking and, until she shuts the other person up. And then she cried when she realized that no one was her friend. And Heather was like, we, you're, everyone was like, Monica, calm down. Heather was like, we are trying to help you. Like, but you're just taking it to the other level. Like, yes, it was a producer planted question, but like, it was an opportunity for Lisa and Monica to open the conversation. And Lisa gave an honest answer. They could have tried to communicate properly, but Monica takes it to another level and she starts crying in the corner. And then, Lisa, and then Lisa has to be the bigger person, which doesn't happen often. So that's when, you know, it's hit a low, low. And that they just want to go on this trip because this is the first international trip for Salt Lake City. We're on season four. So and they made I, such a big deal out of that. They're like passport required <laughs> because they because I think that they've been waiting for this for years because, you know, they look at Beverly Hills. You look at Atlanta like they're going to Portugal and Spain and it's like you have to work up. You have to work hard as a housewife franchise to get those luxury trips. I mean, the OC girls go to Mexico every year. The Jersey girls Rahoni went on a beautiful trip season yeah. one of their cast. Jersey girls went to Ireland. So the Salt Lake City girls are finally excited to go across spread their wings, the, spread their wings and go to the Bermuda Triangle. Oh, my God. A great it's, season. It's it's a really good season so far. It's only getting better. I think yes. that the off screen drama between Monica and her mom is very disgusting and hard to watch and also very confusing why she would ever want her mom to be on the show and choose that this was a featured story because you guys not everyone's mom is on the store on the show no matter how toxic your relationship is you really have to want this like you have to agree to it and say yes and say like yes I want to do it which like you know this happens all the time where people are like I didn't want I don't want to talk about this on my on the show well you're 
you chose to talk about this. Like, mm -hmm. this is a reality show. Like, hello, Kyle, Mauricio, you know, you can't now yeah, say fair. I don't want to talk about it. And this is the worst thing for their relationship. If Monica and her mom were toxic before, think about how toxic they are now. I mean, Monica's mom's tweet was about how we should really learn her name, but her LD tweet, millionaire LD. Her tweet was about Linda. how Linda, how her Monica is maligning her character. And she's so frustrated that Monica's telling her story and creating this narrative for us to think. So maybe that's why Monica's mom is fighting back and potentially creating a fake narrative. Or maybe she knows something that we don't know about the stolen ring. It's just like, it gets so toxic. And when you're in the public eye, you just want to get your story out there and your truth. And it's like, when someone maligns your character, it's so frustrating. I think, they're both, I think they're both bad and hard to watch and also can't stop watching, but also can't, don't feel good about myself when watching it. Like mm -hmm. it's a weird, you know, it doesn't make you, it's not aspirational in any capacity. Monica's life in any way, shape or form for me is the opposite of aspirational, right? She's like talking about her struggles with her family, talking about money struggles. She's talking about relationship struggles. She slept with her brother-in-law for 16 months. Like there's a lot going on there. Uh, I, I wish she I, was on the show while that was happening. I know. Why didn't we get that? Where's Andy in a camera? Next and also, season. I really feel bad for those kids because those kids are now going to have to see this. Like this is their mom and their grandma fighting on TV is going to be on their, their lives. Like horrible. Just that's Awful. horrible. As a mother, you protect your kids from that kind of stuff. Awful. But you know, the Judice girls, look how they turned out. So. I know. Amazing. Oh my God. You're right. Gia's like. A, a regular cast member, I think, for this. I next love season. it. I love it. Jersey's my favorite franchise. Oh, really? Uh, so when I does it start Jersey? back up? Probably January or February. Oh, it's going to be so interesting because it's going to be like two houses, like completely. Yes, it's going to be a lot of separate filming. Which Vanderpump could be like that too next season. We know that they were definitely in the same places a few times, though. Yeah, that's true. When but does Vander Vanderpump camp come January. Did you okay, see so January is probably like a lot of big things. Is there anything that's coming out in the next month? Well, no. to think. most things don't come out in December. December they usually start yeah. until January and the shows end in December. And then there's like a two weeks where nothing airs. Kind of like there's no Golden Bachelor this week because Thanksgiving. Don't so even get me started. I'm so depressed. Like I want to spend my Thanksgiving watching Gary. I know. And my friend was saying that too. They're like, that's so dumb. They sh Families come together. They could all watch it during thanksgiving i mean we could all sit sit together and like hold hands and sing kumbaya with gary i know gary and Teresa. who do you think he ends up with i've i've assumed Teresa. that the spoilers are true yeah it's Teresa for sure i think which is really shocking because i never would have predicted it in the beginning i always knew she was like top three but like the fact that like he's actually picking her is insane and i'm like I'm happy for him because I do think that this is the best for him. But I, I really thought it was Faith for a while. I thought it was Ellen. I, I'm not spoiled for Golden Bachelor. So it like I, I am kind of now, but maybe. But I mean, it's fun to not know. It's fun to not know. This is what I kind of assumed too. I think they had a really great night knocking boots, if you know what I mean. I think mm -hmm. that fantasy suite saw a lot, a lot of fun. Because oh he God. went into that date in one way and came out a different man. Well, good for him. We all need a night like that. I mean, think about the sexual tension you're, when you're dating someone for like a couple months and you can't even have private time with them in front of the camera. Like sometimes when I'm like at a bar and I want to make out with a guy, I'm like, can we go like in the bathroom or like down the hall? Like I don't want people looking at me like while I get like 
into it. I so. could not even imagine being on one of these shows and making out for the first time. And they're not hammered. Like the, like Winter House, they're, they're all just yeah. like sloshing around and making out with each other because they're forgetting that the cameras are there. They're so drunk. But like Golden Bachelor, Lance worked on the show one day and he said – and it was he was filming the women while Gary was out on a date with a one on one. And he said literally what they talked about was like dentures, hearing aids. And one of them had a glass of Sauvignon Blanc the entire mm. day. Like whereas when you shoot the younger shows, you know, everyone's just getting so drunk. I could not imagine soberly making out with a man in front of cameras at that age. Like it would be so uncomfortable. It would be so crazy. It takes a special type of person to do it. Ooh, Dana Elizabeth says, I literally ran into Teresa at Newark Airport. Uh, Teresa is probably going to be a very, very good loving wife to him. We'll just kind of do what, you know, what he wants and she'll just like dote on him. Oh my God. I can't wait to see what happens. I can't wait to see their dynamic at After the Final Rose. When we go, you mean? When we go, because we, this was filmed a few months ago to see kind of where they are now. Like, are they going to get engaged? Are they going to get married? Like they're going to be a really pop culture iconic moment. And there are some rumors that Gary could be doing dancing with the stars next year. That would be so good, but like on it, he'll be the Barry Williams next year. And mm. then Susan, who was Chris Jenner on dancing with the stars. I mean, on uh, Golden bachelor posted a picture on her Instagram today with her in like a Hulu outfit. And she goes thinking about dancing with the stars. I'm like, Oh my gosh, are they going to do a golden dancing with the stars? Well, they are doing a golden bachelorette. They are going to definitely do one. Yeah. yeah but who, we don't know who it is yet. I think that if, he picks Teresa. It would make sense for it to be Leslie because it's usually that would the work. So I think as long as Leslie comes across, continue well to want to and wants to do it. She's sixty four. She looks amazing. I think that it could be a vibe. There's a casting notice going out. They put out an exclusive that there's like a bunch of options. So it's going to be one of them. Oh my gosh, I love that. Okay, so I I I I think the Golden Bachelor is it's brought me back into the Bachelor world. I also like it's one hour shows. It's very easy to get show. through. Yes. Love it. Um, yes. Joan. Joan is one of the women that had to go home towards her daughter mm-hmm. for postpartum yeah. depression. She could be a good candidate because she's beautiful. She is, but there, people are like, they can't, if she would leave for her, what if her daughter needs her again? Like, you got to really commit. Oh, that's Which true. I know is so dark to say, but it's like. You got to choose Golden Bachelor over your depressed your daughter. Yeah, you have to. That So I don't think that they would pick her for that. But I think that regardless, they'll bring some of these women back and. And have, give them other TV opportunities, even if they aren't the pick. They are so cute. It's the rise of uh, the older generation on TV. Loved having you today, Zachary. Thank we you. could like have do we could do this forever, and I would love to continue chatting to with about. you. <laughs> what are you? How do people find you? Yeah, everything is at Zachary Reality to make it super easy. So please um, subscribe to my YouTube channel and follow me on TikTok and Instagram. And to see all my behind the scenes um, Dancing with the Stars clips, I got a lot of fun footage last night. And I even interviewed Lele Pons backstage. So if you guys want to check that out on my channel. Were, were Mauricio's teeth white? Yeah. Very. And him and since he was really nice. I was like, I'm, I love you. I love Kyle. I said I love both of you. He was so fun to see. I mean, Lance said that he's one of the nicest guys. Lance said yeah. he and Harry Jowsey have been amazing oh, to work Harry. with. Harry is so sweet. He was waving at my boys last night, like over and over. I'm sad he um, went home. I wanted. I know, but I'm, he needed to. I know. I wanted it to be Sasha and Allison. Allison's a little boring to me, to be honest. Harry yeah. at least is like good eye candy, you know. But really, I, but Allison actually can dance a little more than Harry. I guess, yeah. So I think, I think so. Allison will go next, and then the final four will be interesting. 
It's definitely going to be Ariana and Soshi. I think it's also going to be Charity and Jason. That's my so. that's my gut. Um, this was so fun, Zachary. You guys, everyone go follow Zachary over on YouTube and um, TikTok and Instagram and everything. And then we're going to try to manifest tickets for the Golden Bachelor after yeah. the final rose. And enjoy your Thanksgiving tomorrow. Are you doing it with friends or family? With friends. And nice. then going to a hotel this weekend by myself. <laughs> In LA or somewhere else? Um, I think Santa Clarita. How nice. You're doing a staycation kind of solo? Absolutely. I need to just sleep in a bed and order room service. Oh, my God. What a dream. Don't say that to a mother. I would do anything. Can I come? You can stop by. Okay, fine. <laughs> um, okay, you guys. Happy Thanksgiving, dosers. Appreciate you so, so much. Join the Facebook group. I have a link for all the merch coming out in the next couple of days. It's so exciting. So many fun things happening. You guys, thank you. Happy Thanksgiving. I'm grateful for you. I'm grateful for you, Zachary. Everyone, talk to you, I think, on Friday. Bye, mm-hmm. y'all. See ya.